0: Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Podcast, your podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets. I'm Sam Farber. It is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again, and a pleasure and a privilege to have Ashley Shamadi, the sideline reporter and host for Charlotte's television broadcast. It's been quite the strange year, so we're anxious to talk to Ashley about everything that's been going on compared to a normal TV broadcast schedule. So Ashley, thanks for joining us here on the Hornets Hivecast.
1: Sam, thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk Hornets basketball. Love it.
0: Absolutely. And I'm very excited to, you know, get to work with you hopefully for a long, long time here, but this has definitely been a strange season. I think in some ways I have the benefit of not knowing what normal is because I've no, I've nothing to compare this to, but I know it's odd uh, broadcasting in empty arenas and basically talking to ourselves. How's it been for you as a veteran who's been through a normal season?
1: I should honestly be asking you because, like you said, I um, went through it when it was quote normal, and now we're going through this, and I wanted to see your thoughts on it as well. But for me, honestly, Sam, it's weird. It's really weird. It's it's um especially away games, I mean, you know, just being in that empty arena, there's literally like six people total in the arena. And, you know, we're just watching it on either the big screen or on, I'm usually watching it out in the concourse on my little monitor. And it's just so oddly quiet, at least when they're home, we actually have, the you know, physical game to watch, but it is so strange. You know, I'm so grateful to just have basketball back and to be working because I I'm a workaholic. I I love what I do and the 9 months of no basketball was was really brutal and I can't even imagine how it was for the players and the coaches and everybody else involved. But so it's just like this balance of I I'm, I'm so appreciative that we're back and I'm just trying to soak every minute of it as that we can because it was a long time coming. But on the other hand Especially being the sideline reporter, you know, I love being around all the guys and that's how I get my stories. That's how my job is formed. I mean, especially when we travel and just being on the road with them. You know, I get a lot of stories, just inside scoop type of thing, just day to day life of what it's like to travel as an NBA player, what they do, you know, on away games, what they do at home. And, you know, just being able to pull a guy aside and say, Hey, you know, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Or what do you, what's your pregame music or something? And now it's just, it's so much more difficult. It's, it's either, we got to do a phone call or we do these zoom calls or, you know, I ask the PR people if they can ask for me. It's just, it's definitely a lot more challenging, but it is that fine line of, I'm so thankful that we're back, but it is weird. <laughs> I'll just
0: put it that way. It is definitely weird. I'll agree with you. You know, road games are particularly strange. I've had the the luck to work in the industry for a long time, and in a lot of different situations. And there are situations where you're doing a game remotely for for a network because of the circumstances. And so maybe you're in a you know a little office or a box, basically calling a game off a monitor. But to do it in a twenty thousand seat arena. And uh, and I've had some funny moments with you guys because, you know, we've gotten to meet behind the mask a couple of times in the arena, but I'll be watching your pregame show while I'm working through mine and I'll see a fun hit that, you know, Eric Collins had one about the uniqueness of names in the NBA and I just screamed across the arena, hey, good hit, Eric, and he can hear me loud and clear because there's no one else in there.
1: Yes, and it's so funny, Sam, because if I stand, I mean, Eric's a pretty – energetic guy for sure so it it isn't hard to hear him when he's calling the game but if i stand directly in the middle i can literally hear you (laughs) calling the game and i can hear eric calling the game so it's pretty wild um it's it's fun i kind of feel like we're all just like buddies hanging out watching the game when it's an away game it's crazy
0: it is very very strange but as you said you know we're we're all thankful to be working we're all thankful to have the nba back as fans just our our daily life it has been such a difficult 9 months and really you know just a round of applause to the nba for finding a way to pull this off again in a pandemic uh, the first time was a herculean task to do it in the bubble but now to try and do it with individual cities but that said you know we do get these reminders that these times are not normal for a reason. We've seen a game postponed already, Uh, Houston and Oklahoma City right off the bat, and just in the last 24 to 48 hours, a few members of the Clippers support staff had to be quarantined due to a positive test and actually bus home or, or drive home from Salt Lake City rather than fly with the team for obvious reasons. Those kind of moments certainly jolt me how do they make you feel because you know we we love what we do we want to do it but at the same time this is a very real disease that has claimed a lot of lives and has caused a lot of sorrow and we all have to take it seriously
1: 100 percent. it is such a delicate topic because you get kind of involved in the hustle and bustle at least i do of like okay you know prep for the next game especially with this schedule because it's condensed and we have so many games i mean we at least have a game every other day if not a back-to-back in a week so it's easy to to get so involved in just okay you know what's my next task what's my next task but in reality it is cases like that or or when a game gets postponed where I do the same thing I'm kind of like oh my gosh like you know we the number one priority is just everyone needs to stay safe we need to get through this season and be safe and so I, I do give a lot of credit to Adam Silver to the NBA because of all the protocols and how they're doing everything But it is it is such a real COVID is so real. And it's it's devastating. And it's just taken the lives of so many, like you mentioned. So it's something that it's not easy to forget. But it's like when you're in just the hustle and bustle of your everyday schedule, and we're just going along, it's like, you got to step back and realize, you know, of course, we always wear a mask, plexiglass, and it is becoming somewhat of a normal thing. But then when you just think about it for a second i'm like wow this plexiglass is between dell and i like this is here for a reason you know and it just makes me grateful but also just it's hard to believe sometimes and i just i can't believe that we're, we're going through this season and safety is just the number one priority and the hornets have done such a great job hornets the nba everybody just keeping everybody as safe as possible
0: Ashley Shamity, courtside reporter and host for the Hornets television broadcast, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. And uh, we, we all certainly can't wait for the day when everyone can be back in the building. We want to encourage all of you to start making your plans now because season ticket packages for the 2021-2022 season are available and you can guarantee your price right now. For more information, call 704-HORNETS or head to hornets.com to live chat with a season ticket representative. Ashley Shamedy our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast we've been going over about how abnormal this season is let's get into like a normal broadcaster conversation which tends to flow around where have you been? How did you get here? You know, anytime I talk to another broadcaster, it inevitably it ends up with the journey. And, and in reading up on you, you've had a, a fascinating one, starting off in smaller markets doing sports anchoring and then making a big jump to the NBA and MLB, but along the way also getting into music television. So tell me in your own words how your journey went and and what it taught you along the way?
1: Absolutely. um, I love talking about this just because being a sideline reporter in the NBA 100% was my dream for so long since I was, I mean, just a kid. I remember, you know, seeing one and <laughs> like at a Hawks game and just being mesmerized and thinking it was the coolest job in the world. So I, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I had no idea how I would get here. In my mind, I always thought I need to just start on camera, which is why I went the local news route. And it was really pushed on at the University of Georgia, which is where I graduated from. It was just kind of the steps that I thought you were supposed to take. And I really encourage people to do it that way because working in a local news environment is something that is so tremendously hard, but I think everybody should do if they want to be in this business. I mean, I know everyone has a different path, but it just teaches you so much more than just being on camera or, you know, getting that experience. But just working in a newsroom setting is something that I feel like is so important. So I started in Meridian, Mississippi, really small town. um, But right when you cross the Alabama, Mississippi border, spent two years there and then spent two more years in Jackson, Mississippi. So Total four years there just as a weekend sports anchor covering college football, high school sports. I mean, high school basketball in Jackson, Mississippi is incredible. It's just people go nuts for it. So that was amazing. And then after those four years in Mississippi, I went to Fox Sports South as like a digital host and reporter. And it was really nice because Atlanta is home to me. So being able to go back home and I got to work with the Braves and then, of course, the Hornets, the Hawks, the Grizzlies, they're all under Fox Sports South and so just getting to experience being at a regional network level was amazing and then shortly after that the Hornets needed a host for just their home games so I started hosting and then Stephanie Reddy who is such a big I mean she spent 10 years with the Hornets and she's so loved and she got a really great opportunity so left like in the middle of the season two years ago now and yeah, it was kind of like my bosses at Fox knew that I wanted to do this eventually and I was being, you know, is a little bit of being in the right place at the right time and also being ready. And I I was so, so excited and so ready for that next opportunity. So I remember I lived in a hotel that first season for like five months. I lived out of like three suitcases. The first question I was like, how do I get all my clothes up here? I literally was like, I can't just put a tie on and call it a day. Like, what am I going to do? So I just packed up a bunch of bags and lived in a hotel, made it work. It was amazing. And then last year was supposed to be my first full season as the Hornet sideline reporter. And then, of course, COVID happened. So this is going to be my first full season, but maybe even next year will be the first full regular We'll see what happens. So there. to a
0: certain degree, next year you and I are going to be going through finally, officially, hopefully, our first full season under normal.
1: <laughs> I know. I, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. I mean, I'm so appreciative that we're here now, but maybe next year will be like the first full 82-game regular traveling season. We'll see.
0: Yes, <laughs> and as I like to say – 82 is just the start line. We got to go well beyond that, and there's certainly oh, the potential yeah. there for the Hornets. Talking to Ashley Shamady about the business, you know, one thing that that I've learned in talking to a lot of broadcasters, no two paths are alike, and you you can't really you know copy anyone else on, on their journey. But I think for everyone, at least the ones that are happiest in the business, I think at some point they fall more in love with what they do than where they do it. I'm not saying I want to sign up to go back and ride the buses in the minor leagues again or that you necessarily trade what you're doing now to go back to Meridian, Mississippi. But I think for everyone, to a certain degree, at a certain point, you fall in love with what you're doing and the where is not as important, even though we obviously love being here in the Queen City and covering the NBA and this fantastic team, the Hornets.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that one because I I get a lot of questions how I got into this business, etc, etc. And when I say like, oh, well, I actually spent, you know, four years in Mississippi as like a weekend sports anchor. A lot of the times it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know if that's what I want to do, which is totally understandable. And like you said, everybody has their own path. Everybody gets to where they want to go a different way. But I just feel like in this business, it's just so important to love what you do because like you said it's it's not necessarily I mean did I think after college I was going to move to Meridian Mississippi absolutely not but it's where the job was it's where I had to go it's where I had to start my career and I wouldn't have traded it for the world it was the best place I could have started my career so it is just being willing to uh to go kind of wherever and do whatever to to get to your dream job so i can definitely relate to that
0: we're talking to ashley shamity we are going to be talking about tonight's game in our next segment but i want to give you all an invite to shop our best-selling classic gear and jerseys by visiting hornetsfanshop.com you can do it right now during this podcast get all of your latest hornets gear Ashley Chamity, sideline reporter, the host of the TV broadcast, does such a great job on Fox Sports South. And we're happy to have her here on the Hornets Hivecast. Ashley, it's game night, a return to Philadelphia. Uh, it is very weird that we don't get to be there in the building, but we're lucky to cover it. What, what's one trick you've picked up now in the grand total of four road games on how to cover a road game as accurately and best you can, despite the fact that we can't travel.
1: So, one trick is definitely which I took for granted last year the stats person. So, luckily, there is still this wonderful lady who will come and bring us box scores on home games, and she's amazing and she gets it to all of us, even though we're all spread out. She's wonderful. But, of course, on away games, just us in the building. And so Courtside.mba.com has become my absolute best friend it's just like live up-to-date box scores of what's happening in the game and so that's been the biggest trick thus far just keeping up with stats everyone's points assists etc and because when i do like halftime or if i'll do hits in the game just to be able to have those is crucial. So I love that. And then, yeah, I guess just for away games, it's, you can't really take your eyes off the screen too long because something's going to happen. And when you're actually at the game, if you're happening to be, write notes or something like that, you'll hear at least somebody shouting or something and it you know, gets you to look up. But in this case, you really just have to pay attention because you might miss
0: something if you don't. Yeah, looking down is definitely punished with this team. The The style and pace that they play with with LaMelo Ball. And even when he's not on the floor, Devontae Graham's been running the offense at a high uh, tempo as well. It's an entertaining brand of basketball. It's kept them in a lot of games. Philadelphia was a tough one for the first quarter last time around, but they played them even through the next three quarters. And this is a team that probably has played better than anyone else in the Eastern Conference so far this season. So what are your expectations tonight? So
1: coming off the Memphis game, Sam, I mean, they just needed to To get back to playing Hornets basketball the way that they play the fast pace just taking care of the ball just they need to get back to that so I knew that they were going to come out with some energy or at least I was hoping that they would and they did just that it's just incredibly hard to beat a team who is shooting 60% from the field and Philly already had like Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons and then for them to add guys like Seth Curry and Danny Green who are known to just be incredible shooters you knew that their offense was going to be explosive, and that's exactly what they brought to the table. So it's kind of weird like having a doubleheader for these guys to be – I mean, they've definitely played back-to-back games, but it's been more of like a home-and-home. So to have two games both in Philly back-to-back like this is definitely a little bit odd and different. But I think it's good for them because they can have it fresh on their mind. They know exactly what they need to do come tonight, and they can bring it. They can make those adjustments and – Like I said, i will just be fresh on their mind. So they really, I mean, the biggest thing I think is just closing out on those shooters and finding different ways to defend them because they have so many different threats on offense. I think that's going to be the biggest key because they really, especially towards the end they they played from behind that entire game and they did not give up they did not give in the entire game until the last couple seconds and I really respect that out of them for sure so hopefully they can just make those adjustments defensively and then keep on shooting because that's how you're gonna win games
0: (laughs) most definitely no they they certainly didn't wilt under the pressure of that deficit and and under you know all the firepower that Philadelphia brings with it I mean to to put up the point total they did against the best defense through the first 5 games of the season in the Eastern Conference uh, you know that that's no small accomplishment it is a tall task though trying to take them on a second time here i think the losing streak now to philadelphia is at 12 who's one player you would expect to have a big game if the Hornets are going to turn it around in that regard?
1: Well, we saw what Terry Rozier did. I mean, he didn't have the best game in Memphis. He's been incredible the start of the season. And so I love his, his, besides that one game in Memphis, I love his consistency. I think when Gordon Hayward has a really good game as well, it kind of bodes well for the Hornets. And then... I'm ready for Devontae Graham to find his shot and find his rhythm. And I know it's coming and I know it's going to be here soon. And I just love how much faith and trust coach Greg and the coaching staff that they have in Devontae. I mean, it has only been five games, so no need to panic, but I'm just, I'm so ready for him to find his rhythm and I'm, I'm hoping it comes tonight or as soon as possible because you know, you just want him to have that confidence to keep shooting and that, that's all he needs. He needs that one game that just puts him out there and puts him back on the map.
0: And on the plus side, his assist numbers have not gone down at all. He hasn't allowed what I'm sure is a lot of frustration from missing shots at the volume that he has to erode the rest of his game. If anything, he's you know said, hey, this shot's not there right now. Let's get some other people involved. We also saw a little bit against Philadelphia the other night of all three guards on the floor at the same time. Not a ton, but a little bit. Uh, You know, with LaMelo's size and under normal circumstances, Devontae and Terry's shooting ability, if the other lineup allows for you to do it, that can be a very dangerous trio.
1: Oh, for sure. And, you know, just on your point there, Devontae is finding ways to make an impact when his shot is not falling. And I respect that so much. And then, like you said, when you have a guy like Lamelo, six seven, the, the things that he's already been capable of doing, and the potential that he has moving forward—it's—it's it's just unreal. I—I I cannot even believe. I can't wrap my hand around it sometimes that he's only nineteen years old. Just the passing alone, the court vision alone, is just unbelievable. So you're absolutely right. I feel like with Devontae, with Terry, with Lamelo out on the court at one one point, and if they're all on, oh my gosh, the opponents better be scared. <laughs> they better be
0: running. They, they better be with their heads up, too, because Lamelo is liable to fire a pass cross-court without them noticing. And uh, we saw what Terry Rozier does when he gets those passes from Lamelo across the court. Gets on SportsCenter. I'll give you one le- this is a tease for the next time we get to talk. But the first game I called for Fox Sports West for basketball – first basketball game I called for Fox Sports West was Chino Hills High School in a section <laughs> championship game – and it was 14 or 15 year old Lamelo, freshman Lamelo, oh, with oh his brothers. Gosh. So I have been watching Lamelo play for what? a long time, and what it, a it full is circle moment for you. That's amazing. I had I had to run him down out here. I said he can't go, he can't come from California through Lithuania and Australia to Charlotte without another person from SoCal. Oh my-
1: Yes, that is incredible. That's really cool.
0: <laughs> it's It's been a fun ride, and it's only just beginning. And uh, like I said, Ashley, it's been fun meeting you behind the mask and seeing you behind plexiglass. But I'm very much looking forward, as I'm sure we all are, to things getting back to normal and getting to work with you uh, closer and more normal.
1: Oh, for sure, Sam. I mean, I, I'm so glad you're here, and I can't wait for you to see normal circumstances as well. Because if you're having a ball this year, just wait until things even Get back to normal it's going to be awesome but just glad you're here glad you're in charlotte um glad you and your family are are in the queen city and thank you so much again for having me
0: thank you thanks to ashley shamity the sideline reporter and host for the hornets telecast we invite you to tune in on fox sports southeast and the fox sports go app or of course you can hear the game on wfnz and the hornets mobile app for ashley i'm sam farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us tune in tonight hornets versus the 76ers round two